Houdan, and he blinked his eyes open. Before he could stir, four uniformed men grabbed him and dragged him out of bed. They searched him frantically for anything like a weapon. Then they stood him against a wall with two stun pistols on him, and the main body of cops began to tear his room apart, looking for something he could not guess. Then his friend, Derek, came hesitantly in the door and looked at him remorsefully. He wrung his hands. I had to do it, Bron, he said agitatedly. I couldn't help doing it. Odan blinked at him. He was dazed. Things didn't become clearer when he saw that a cop had slid open his pillow and was sifting its contents through his fingers. Another cop was ripping the seams of his mattress to look inside. Somebody else was going carefully through a little pile of notes that Netta had written, squinting at them, as if he were afraid of seeing something he'd wish he hadn't. "'What's happened?' asked Houdan, blankly. "'What's this about?' Derek said miserably, "'You killed someone, Bron, an innocent man. You didn't mean to, but you did, and it's terrible.' "'Me? Kill somebody? That's ridiculous,' protested Houdan. "'They found him outside the powerhouse,' said Derek bitterly. "'Outside the Mid-Continent station that you—Mid-Continent?' Oh, Hodan was relieved. It was amazing how much he was relieved. He had had an unbelieving fear for a moment that somebody might have found out he had been born and raised on Zahn, which would have ruined everything. It was almost impossible to imagine, but still it was a great relief to find out he was only suspected of a murder he hadn't committed and he was only suspected because his first great achievement as an electronic engineer had been discovered. They found the thing at Mid-Continent, eh? But I didn't kill anybody, and there's no harm done. The thing's been running for two weeks now. I was going to the power board in a couple of days. He addressed the police. I know what's up now, he said. Give me some clothes, and let's go get this straightened out. A cop waved a stun pistol at him. One word out of line, and piffed. Don't talk, Bron, said Derek in panic. Just keep quiet. It's bad enough. Don't make it worse. A cop handed Houdan a garment. He put it on. He became aware that the cop was scared. So was Derek. Everybody in the room was scared except himself. Houdan found himself incredulous. People didn't act this way on super-civilized, highest peak of culture Walden. Who'd I kill? he demanded. And why? You wouldn't know him, Bron, said Derek mournfully. You didn't mean to do murder, but it's only luck that you killed only him instead of everybody. Everybody? Houdan stared. No more talk, snapped the nearest cop. His teeth were chattering. Keep quiet, or else. Houdan shut up. He watched, dressing the while, as his clothing was inspected and then handed to him while the cops completed the examination of his room. They were insanely thorough, though Houdan hadn't the least idea what they might be looking for. When they began to rip up the floor and pull down the walls, the other cops led him outside. There was a fleet of police trucks in the shaded street outdoors. They piled him in one, and four cops climbed after him, keeping stun pistols trained on him during the maneuver. Out of the corner of his eye he saw Derek climbing into another truck. The entire fleet sped away together. The whole affair had been taken with enormous seriousness by the police. Traffic was detoured from their route. 
when they swung up on an elevated expressway, with raised-up trees on either side, there was no other vehicle in sight. They raced on downtown. They rolled off the expressway. They rolled down a cleared avenue. Hodan recognized the detention building. Its gate swung wide. The truck he rode in went inside. The gate closed. The other trucks went away, rapidly. Hodan alighted and saw that the grim gray wall of the courtyard had a surprising number of guards mustered to sweep the open space with gunfire if anybody made a suspicious movement. He shook his head. Nobody had mentioned Zahn, so this simply didn't make sense. His conscience was wholly clear except about his native planet. This was insanity. He went curiously into the building and into the hearing room. His guards there surrendered him to courtroom guards and went away with almost hysterical haste. Nobody wanted to...